Hey guys, this is Eric Van Mecklen, and this is Spellcasting the Written Word, a podcast about experimentation in writing with the goal of improving your writing, and it is brought to you by ShakeUp TV. And today is a, a great um, solo act here, and the reason I say it is great is because it is the first of these podcasts where I just break down one experiment you can try, immediately take action. If you cannot immediately take action and and improve your writing, then I have failed. So uh, once again, the idea is to free your mind, as Morpheus might say, and just allow yourself to uh, experiment and get creative because um, as some of you may know, it is quite easy to be creative either in your head or when you are at the beginning of the writing process, um, for instance, in a fiction piece where new characters are showing up, new plot lines, new situations, and everything is in front of you. But as you progress, it is sometimes difficult to stay experimentative. And actually, that can hurt you in some sense. Yes, there are planners. Um, yes, there are, are, are those that will plan for three months and then write a book in a week. Uh, but for the rest of us, it's more fun to experiment. And uh, you felt it in your own writing. And I want to give you ways that now that you're in the middle or later stages of your writing that you can continue to experiment. So the first one is coming out of a book I read called A Pattern Language, which is by Christopher Alexander et al. There's actually eight authors of this book, Um, but it is a book that heavily inspired one Will Wright, creator of The Sims and the SimCity series, as he actually built out that game. So... One thing that he recommends in game design is to actually pull game design ideas and inspiration from outside of the gaming industry. So he says, go look at Japanese gardening. Go look at architecture, as he did for SimCity. Go look at automobiles. And so what I am aiming to do here is look outside of the writing industry for inspiration. Um, As a quick aside... You may be well aware of uh, one Jan Martel who wrote Life of Pi. And one thing he said in an interview um, that you can find on YouTube for Big Think is that even if you think you are, let's say, a sci-fi writer, that you should read Harlequins. So it sounds kind of crazy, um, but that's going to give you a different perspective on your writing. And so I I may have a completely different episode on that idea, um, but it's something I'm doing myself as part of the Target Book Club at Target, which selects every month a book to get special treatment. It's not the type of book that I normally read, but I'm learning so much about um, how these various authors approach their work. And hopefully I'll be able to interview some of them on ShakeUp TV as I go forward. So today is all about a pattern language. What has Christopher Alexander et al. done with this book? Well, there's over a thousand pages and they've defined 250 
actually over 250 terms that describe various levels of design within architecture and city planning, city building. So it starts very, very big and moves down to the small. So it's actually a sort of a workbook that you can use to, um, let's say I wanted to um, plan how my living room might look. Well, I can, with that starting point, um, move through the book to the page that describes the living room and its essential features. And from there, it will break down what I need to look for next. Where should my window be placed so the lighting is coming in at the right point in the day? Do I have the right uh, ornamentation, the right decorations? Um, are my furniture situated in such a way? And so what they've done, and by the way, they were criticized um, by the um, sort of architecture, um, traditional architecture core. Uh, but what they've done is just made this comprehensive uh, language. They made their own um, way of saying things. And so what I am going to do and ask you to do uh, for your action today to experiment with, to spell cast with your writing is to create your own language. So what I'm saying is not to necessarily, unless you're very ambitious, uh, is not to create your own language like Tolkien did, you know, with Elvish and others, and rather to create some terminology within uh, within intercharacter dialogue or even within a character's mind. Um, so this will happen naturally, but if you think about it, or for instance, if you think about your own experience with some of your very close friends, you have a certain language that you use, that you understand, that perhaps your acquaintances or your parents um, or your teachers, professors, colleagues at work wouldn't understand. And if you were to use that inside joke to use an example of that language that you share, it wouldn't be understood to the same degree. So what I'm suggesting you do is create at minimum 10 to 15 words or phrases that are really common for uh, one of your characters to say and be as crazy as you can uh, because what you're trying to do is create a language that will help your readers identify with that character and that's just one way you can take it right because you can imagine there could be an entire language within a new realm if you're creating a fantasy universe um, or uh, you know a little bit easier an example would be to go from say a particular profession um, perspective so if you have a character in the book who uh, you describe as a, as a banker or, or a financial analyst well they better speak a certain way um, but perhaps you can even tweak that and add your own flair with uh, a language on top of that so go forth and spell cast with the written word create your language the book that prompted this idea was A Pattern Language by Christopher Alexander. And I will see you guys for the next spellcasting episode. Cheers.